welcome to the Being an Okay Mom podcast. You're so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Episode number 25. Is that what we say? I don't know. I know. It's season two and I'm confused. Let's record it later then when we figure it out. That part. The whole thing? No, just that part. <laughs> oh my God. I thought you are mad. How are you, Megan? Is it recording now? Yes. Oh my God. It's been recording. Let's clap to Trevor. Oh my God. Be <laughs> Hi, you're listening to the Being an Okay Mom podcast. Being an Okay Mom is for you, the millennial Oklahoma City mom. Expect to hear from expert speakers on topics that are relevant to motherhood and pregnancy. How are you, Tavia? Fine. Good. <laughs> You're really talking to each other for the last two like hours. I'm being forced to be here. I'm like, fine. I'm fine. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I cut my hair off yesterday. Yes, you did. It I looks good. I cut off five inches, and it's nice to be lighter. I like it. I like it, too. It's cute. It's like... Is this day old hair or is it? No, I I always wash it when I get home. Every day? No, not every day. Okay, I was like, you're not supposed to wash your hair every day. I don't have time to shower every day. (laughs) 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 No, I wash it when I get home from getting it done. Because I, for one, I don't love the way it's fixed. I leave my hair as long as I possibly can after I get home. Like, I do not wash it for like days. Because I, I love like the way it. it smells and feels, and they can always make it better than I can. Mm-mm. Not me. You need maybe another hairstylist. No, she. I love the way she cuts my hair, but, like, I don't know. By the time I get home, it's flat. Like, when I leave the salon, it's, like, looks really good and, like, looks great. And then when I get home, by the end of the day, it's, like, flat. See, when I saw your Instagram story earlier, I couldn't tell if your hair was... Just kind of like tucked behind your shoulder, right. or if it was actually cut off. It's cut off. I, I see that now. It is gone. Yeah. What did you? Okay, so we're actually back to like recording a podcast, like we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. We're back to normal. So, how was your week? How was your last couple of weeks? Now we're back to our normal. I don't remember what I did for the last couple cool. of weeks. Um, had, had my in-laws visited yet when we recorded last? I week. have no idea. I would have told you. No, we didn't talk about anything. We didn't talk about anything. Like now. Well, my in-laws visited. <laughs> like very similar to this. <laughs> my in-laws visited. That was fine and good, I guess. It was good. <laughs> that was a great story. I know. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, no, they spent most of their time with the kids, which is good, because they live in Colorado, and so they see them. The last time I saw them was like when Ren was born. Oh, wow. So they hadn't seen them in three years, so it was a good visit. No, how um, was your last few weeks? Gosh. So at the beginning, we talked about like goals last time. I don't know mm-hmm. why we even like got it. Because we had that. nothing to talk about. Because we had nothing to talk about. So I was like, oh, what were your New Year's goals? One of mine was to start doing date nights with the kids. Like, oh, yeah. I saw that you one went on, on one. one. With yeah. So at the beginning of the year, we actually did that. And we did it one time where I took a kid out and Philip took a kid out. <laughs> so that's you know it's July and we've done yeah. it one time so that's how that goal is going however I did we did implement it this week and our goal is to try to actually make it happen every Tuesday night if possible our parents are each going to take a kid I'm yeah. going to take a kid Philip's going to take a kid and we're just going to rotate through and like go do something because a while back I had a situation with one of my kids where they opened up to me because they were mm-hmm. one-on-one with me and I feel like if like that situation doesn't present itself 
ever. Right. Where we're you just like one on one. Yeah. And so I feel like the conversation that was had would have never happened if we hadn't been one on one. And it made me, re- and this was like a year ago, but it made me realize how important the one on one was. And so we've been trying to implement that. And um, it was good. Me and Callie went to the sushi. We went to Gogo Sushi, which was really random, but she said she wanted sushi. With no cheese. No cheese. She kept saying she did not want cheese Is she thinking, on her sushi. Maybe she was thinking of, like, the little orange. Like, I think she was thinking of cream cheese. Oh. And when she kept saying she didn't want cheese, I was thinking of sprinkled cheese. Yeah. And I was like, like when have you ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, when have you ever had shredded cheddar? You don't want sushi nachos? <laughs> and so while we were there, she was eating her sushi with her fingers because she has no clue how to use chopsticks, of okay. course. And she bit her finger, like, really hard and started screaming in the restaurant. And the waitresses came over, and they were, like, trying to help her stop crying. And I was like, guys, it's fine. She'll be fine. Like, they were so, like, up in our business. And I was like, it's fine. She'll stop crying. They're like, does she want a sucker? And Callie was like, "Uh, yes. (laughs) And so they, like, went and got her two suckers to pick one, and she took both of them. And so that was funny. And so then we went to Insomnia Cookie. Mm-hmm. That Which, place is good. Yeah. We went there for a In day the trip. daytime. <laughs> and um, to the Ferris wheel, which is like our favorite thing to do, as you know, and as our listeners know. Yes. That going down good. to the Ferris wheel. So that was fun. Other than that, um, Philip's working from home 100% of the time, as you know, but our listeners might not know. Right. And so <laughs> that's been like an adjustment to try to figure out like when each of us is working and who's responsible for the kids at what times, which goes well with like our topic that we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. But when he started working from home hundred percent of the time, I was like, okay, we have to figure out a schedule. Mm-hmm. You know how I am. Yeah. Because it's like, I need to know when I'm working. I need to know when you're working, who's taking care of the kids at what time. Cause otherwise it's just going to be freaking chaos. I'm going to be trying to work. You're going to be trying to work and it's just going to be anarchy. So we like scheduled out when I'm working and when he's working and it's been good. Like That's he good. gets up with the kids and makes them breakfast while I work. And then I take them out and do something while he works. And so far it's pretty awesome that's good because you're like a really productive morning person <laughs> yes yes i am you know that from taking like i'm like me. on from 1 p.m on and you're like i'm so tired now <laughs> and it's like 7 30 a.m i'm like i'm gonna walk down to the coffee shop megan are you awake and i'm like no, no. okay bye <laughs> i'm not awake <laughs> and you don't need coffee tavia because <laughs> i'm like i'm going down to the coffee like shop like in now. our facebook live when you were talking 800 miles a minute. Oh my gosh, dude. Don't remind me of that. It's hilarious. What are the events, Megan? <laughs> um, on July 21st is the Stratford uh, Peach Festival. Um, you always pick things with food. I do, because I like food. <laughs> the next event doesn't have food or food trucks. What? Why would you even pick it? Because it's free. Oh. Both of these things are free. but I mean, at the Peach Festival, you probably have to buy the peaches. If you want to eat them, but um, it has a variety love, of activities. Oh, sorry. What? I love fresh peaches. I do too. They're delicious. I did not like them growing up. I hated peaches. Why? I have no idea. And then as an adult, I the think skin is kind of a weird texture, like the fuzziness of it. Yeah, that might have been part of it. Slash, my mom usually only bought canned pears oh. and peaches, so I think it's pretty rare that I ever had a fresh peach, and I think that makes a difference. And 
peaches is one of, are one of those fruits that like it has to be the perfect level of ripeness. Yeah, it's like an avocado. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like wait, not wait, yet, wait, not wait, yet, wait, not wait. yet. Now, <laughs> just kidding. Too late, <laughs> rotted piece of fruit. Right. I just actually bought some peaches at Whole Foods the other day, and Ren got to eat two of them. And then I looked at them yet today, and the, the three that were left were mold. Ooh. All the other fruit was fine. I'm really glad that I saw it though, because she would walk in there and just grab it and eat it, and not think about it. Oh, disgusting! And yeah, yeah. Or she'd well, be like, "Mommy, this peach is sour." <laughs> <laughs> and furry, more than normal. <laughs> yeah. Why is it this color over here and not over here? <laughs> anyway, so the Peach Festival has a bunch of activity, act, act, activities. <laughs> I activities. So including live entertainment, arts and craft vendors, carnival, car show, helicopter rides, which I thought was cool. Peach ice cream and more in Stratford, Oklahoma. I don't know where that's at. It's probably really far away from us. <laughs> but it might be close for other people. On the 28th, which is the following Saturday, at the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, it's National Day of the Cowboy. A.K.A. Cowboy Hall of Fame. I, yes. I don't like it that all of these places have changed their names. Like the Omniplex? Like the freaking Omniplex. <laughs> that's the only other one. <laughs> I wonder if they had to change their name so that they could fit into, like, the museum passes that work nationwide. Oh, like they didn't like the name Omniplex. Like, they're they like, you're change. not a science museum, you're an Omniplex. And then they're like, well, then we'll change our name. I don't know, I'm just guessing. I'm probably I, wrong. I will not call it Science Museum Oklahoma. Like, I refuse. Well, Science Museum Oklahoma sounds ridiculous. I know. But science Museum sounds fine. No, Omniplex. Even my kids call it Omniplex. And really? they've only ever known it as Science Museum Oklahoma, but I, they still call it the Omniplex because I call it the Omniplex. Ren calls it the Blue Dome. Well, that's accurate. Because of the dome. Yeah. <laughs> that is blue. And same with the Cowboy Hall of Fame. It will always be the Cowboy Hall of Fame. They're, the title they change it to is too long. It no one wants long. to say all that. Except when you're reading it. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead. <laughs> um, it's free admission. It's from 10.30 a.m. to 12.15 and it has a bunch of stuff going on. It says it features a larger-than-life performance of... I cannot pronounce this right. Uh-oh. Pecos Bill. I'm not saying that right. And the Pecos. Pecos Bill and the Ghost Stampede by Oklahoma's Children's Theater. That sounds cute. And a family tour of the museum's American Cowboy Gallery. You don't I don't know, know how to say it. I don't know how to say it either. Well, in Oklahoma, it'd be Pecos. Pecos. That's why I said but it like that. That's probably not the correct, <clears throat> like, way to Spanish say it. pronunciation. Right. The performance begins at ten thirty, and the gallery tour begins at eleven thirty. You know, my kids have been there, and they didn't like love the museum part. But at the end, there's a children's, mm-hmm. like, tiny western town that they can play in. That's the part that my kids like. <laughs> I don't, don't think really I've ever been there. The rest of it. I've only been there once. Google is of no use to try to figure out how to pronounce this. Hey Siri. You better be nice to your robot. How do you pronounce <laughs> P-C-O-S? No, you said P-C-O-S. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like P-C-O-S, idiot. Hey Siri. Uh, Your Siri is a hey, man. Hey Siri. Yeah, it is. It's an Australian man. Mine is he has too. a six pack and curly blonde hair. <laughs> Do you know and mine is also an Australian man? He's like, I thought so. 
Yeah, because that's sure one of your options. Oh. I thought it was funny that we both How chose an Australian man. pronounce... Okay, hold on. Cancel. Sorry, you need to move on. No, I'm going to ask. You need to be... We need to move Just on. Just stop talking for like a second. How do you pronounce P-E-C-O-S? Okay, I found this on the web for how do you pronounce Pecos. Oh, he said it for you. <laughs> I knew he would. <laughs> oh my god. Pecos. Pecos. But that's how you say it in that's Australian. How do you say it in, Australian. Do you say it in, Mex- in Spanish? In how do Mexican? You say it? Well, in Mexico is what I was going to say, then Spanish. How do you say it in Spanish? I don't know. Cool. It's fine. Are you nice to your robot? Yeah, I am. I'm really nice to it because I'm afraid of it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Google Home. We yes. have two Google. We have a Google Mini and a Google Home. Which is just a ripoff of you know who. I can't say her name because she'll listen. She'll listen. She's always listening She's anyway. Always, yeah, yeah, they always are. Yeah. Her um, name starts with A and ends in Exa. Nope, she didn't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I'm afraid of... Like, what's the movie that Will Smith was in that the robots, like, took over? AI. AI, yeah. I'm afraid of that happening. Mm-hmm. And so I want my robots to be like, she's always been nice to me. Well, that's good <laughs> advice because I was being mean to my robot earlier and you enlightened me One to your day wisdom. she might turn on you, Tavia. I mean, I don't doubt One it. One day she might order thousands of dollars of things on Amazon and Amazon's going to be like, Sorry, you, you, you said you it. it. Yep, you're so right. We don't so do right. returns over $45 or something like that. Are you serious about no, that? No, they do. Are you serious, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> no, they do. Uh, did you get that movie reference? No. Did you? <gasps> we have it's a guest from, with us it's today, from Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase is sitting at the table talking about Santa Claus coming to visit the family, and he's talking about Santa Claus and how we, and all the stuff, and his idiot cousin across the table is like, are you serious, Clark? <laughs> Someone out there is going to know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm sure they are. <laughs> Have you seen Christmas Vacation? No. Of course you haven't. No, wait. Have you seen Christmas Vacation? Long time ago. Okay. Do you want to introduce our guest? She just spoke. <gasps> <laughs> You I have guess, five seconds to guess I who it is. I did ask her a five, direct four, question. Three, okay. two, Would you like to one. introduce our guest, Meg? So our guest we're speaking to today is Michelle Brennabin. Welcome. You may speak now. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> well, she. we always are so mean to our guests. I know. We're like, we make them you sit. can't talk for the beginning. We make yeah. them sit quietly and listen to our ridiculous banter. And then we're like, now you may speak. <laughs> Welcome to the conversation. So I don't even think we introduced our title because we don't really have a title. We'll figure it out by the time it's put out there for you. But right now we need to tell them what we're talking about. Right. Um, I'm just going to say what it's like to be wife, mom, and primary breadwinner. Okay. Except I hate the term breadwinner. I don't know where it came from or why it exists, but I don't really care for that term. Because when you, when you work, you win the bread. I don't know. <laughs> You win bread. <laughs> you win bread. We're talking about what it's like to be the primary income earner mm-hmm. in the home as a woman. Which with, is with a family. Like not a single woman. Right. With a family. Yeah, and just what that dynamic is like because apparently, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, 
That was a mouthful. Mm-hmm. 38% of wives earn more than their husbands, which I was surprised yeah, by. Yeah, that's a lot more than I expected. I know. Yeah, 38%. Uh, and that was in 2012. And honestly, that was a long time ago. So it might even be higher than that now. Yeah. So it's like, it's just different than, quote, traditional situations. Right. And so we thought it would be interesting to talk about um, because maybe some listeners have the same thing going on. And honestly, in our house right now, I have the same thing going on. And it's the different, like, dynamic. Mm-hmm. I don't have that going on yet. yet. My goal is to be. Your goal is yeah. to be the primary whatever. Whatever winner. I like saying bring in the bacon. Yeah. I will bring home all of the bacon gladly. <laughs> all, the, all the bacon and actual, all the, the actual yes, bacon. Yes, all the literal bacon. Okay. But I'm picky about it, so it's got to be thick cut and apple <laughs> smoked. <laughs> That's why I want to bring it home, because I'm specific about the bacon. Anyways, welcome, Michelle. Welcome. Thanks, Thanks. for coming on our podcast. Thanks for having Sorry me. Sorry we're so ridiculous, but you knew that. I know you guys. We're good. <laughs> so, okay, what are some of the struggles with being the primary income earner? You're gonna put me on the spot. Uh, Megan, what are some primary? What are some- I don't know. I'm not the primary. <laughs> uh, well, I can answer first. Go for it. Okay. Um, I just feel like, and but it's new for us. But currently, I just feel like I don't know. It's a weird you feel shift more pressure for us. Than you used to. Definitely more pressure. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, because it's like especially being a entrepreneur Mm -hmm. because it's like no if you don't make money like it definitely feels like I need to be working constantly Mm -hmm. like I literally need to wake up and work and work all day so that I can make enough money (laughs) to like support everyone so it is yeah a weird pressure that is different that I think that maybe he has been feeling right like our entire marriage and life and now is shifting Mm -hmm. and I do feel like I kind of expect more from him than I did before. Like, I kind of expect, like, hey, I'm working all day, so can you, like, bring me food? Yeah. It's a big change in mindset. Yeah. Which leads you into, it's a big difference, like, division of labor at home. Yeah. Who's Mm -hmm. responsible for what things, especially when your your hours of work are not matched or balanced. Yeah. I think it's a little different when your hours are both... When nine to five, nine everyone's five. working. It's different when you guys have different hours and right. So what you do all day? Right. Yeah. Yeah. How come the dishes aren't done? Yeah. How come dinner isn't planned? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, why though? Because in your mind, I I I mean, why is it this way? Oh, like society. I know that's. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like that's where I was like weirdly going, but it's just like why? I guess it's because it's. You know, you think about that in the fifties, somebody like, worked and somebody stayed home and took care of the household. But now, like almost everybody, both couples work. Staying a stay-at-home parent is really rare. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. compared, compared to, to how, like or fifty years, 50 ago, years ago or whatever, yeah. Yeah. even thirty years ago. Yeah. So I think that in general is different. And then when you're the one making more money, maybe it feels even more. I work harder. My job's more important. Yeah. I can see where it'd be really easy to fall into that. Yeah. Like what I'm doing. Not that Trevor does that to me. Disclaimer. Trevor does not do that to me. <laughs> I know. I feel like we're all like walking on eggshells. <laughs> like, like, I don't want to offend our anyone. Our husbands listen to this. It's like putting a dollar value on your per hour. 
Yeah. yeah. And the amount of time you're working. Good point. Get I'll it, get it, get it. <laughs> there are like two. There's a few fruit. I thought ones. you were going to be know. like so many. No, there's a few like, in here two. and they're driving us crazy. That's what our clapping so, is all about. Half the time, it's either Tavia trying to clap for Trevor because she thinks it helps his editing or <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill a bug. Okay, so struggles with being a primary income earner. We kind of just touched on all kinds of just different dynamics. But I don't know, like, if the situation were reversed, do you feel like it would be the same? I think it depends on the person. Yeah. And maybe just the It depends on the, yeah, the people. And I think it depends on the, the couple and how they view traditional gender roles. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Absolutely true. What kind of household did they grow up in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, at least for us... We're like, whatever. Both of us can make dinner. Both of us can work. Both of us can. I will not mow the lawn. That's the only thing is I hate mowing the lawn and I'm terrible at it. And I'm kind of terrible on purpose. So I don't have to do it. <laughs> the last time I'm the first and oh, he knows the first and only time I mowed the lawn. I like went in like a zigzag pattern and like came back around. It was like up and down and kind of sideways. And he was watching me like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I know, I'm getting it. And it, the sun was kind of going down. And the next morning we woke up and it was like huge patches like all over the yard. And I was like, okay, I'm not mowing the yard anymore. <laughs> it was sad, but also not because I really don't like mowing the yard. Other than that, we're good with like either of us. You yeah. know, he was never the kind of dad or husband that was like, you change the diapers and I make the money. It was always <laughs> like... He always like. Helps. I would love to hear a recording of Philip actually saying <laughs> that. <laughs> you change the diapers and I make the money because you know that there would be he would ne- slapping yeah, sounds he would never promptly after that. Actually, say that his marriage would be over. <laughs> <laughs> his life, even yeah. maybe. <laughs> but I think that like the traditional roles might work for some people. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's fine. Um, again. Like I'm walking on eggshells. Eggshells. <laughs> like, I have to be like, everything's fine. You can be whatever you want. It's okay. <laughs> I um, wish our listeners could see your body language right now. <laughs> my shoulders. Shoulder. It's part of how I have to communicate. It's like a weird belly dance, but just your shoulders. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so struggles. What are some of the benefits of being the primary income earner? Do you have thoughts on that? I mean, recently, I kind of got tired of thinking about who was going to mow the lawn or how it was going to get done. Not so much who was going to do it because he usually does it, but like if he's not around and so as primary breadwinner, um, I took it upon myself and hired someone to come and mow the lawn every week. And now I look at a perfectly Mm -hmm. mowed lawn every single week and say, Hey, it's done. It's done. Yeah. Welcome home. Yeah. Let's find something else for you to do now. Like make dinner or like, whatever. That load of laundry over there ain't folding itself, buddy. <laughs> the lawn's done. Or a foot massage or right. Yeah. No you can kidding. watch the kids while I take a bath now. Right? Yes. yes. I think there's a sense of accomplishment too, like especially as a woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And being able to like provide that and be like, No, I am providing. Mm-hmm. Like I am capable. And not that there's anything wrong with being a stay at home mom. Disclaimer. Like I feel like there's always this like stay-at-home mom versus working mom battle and I have done both and there's both of them are a lot of work and they both present different challenges right so 
But it does feel like when you're uh, making a... I'm not the breadwinner, obviously, but I make not enough obviously. money. I mean, not yet. Well, I'm you not... You said obviously, Well, but I'm not I weighing don't. in the same way as you guys are. That's what I mean. Oh. Um, but... Well, you're awesome. Thanks. So don't say obviously. Not that... And and when we say well, and when we say breadwinner, we're just talking financially. Right. We're not even talking right. about like your contribution to household. Right. Right. Absolutely. Which is huge. Mm-hmm. Like if right. you have someone who's jamming at home, they may not be bringing home the bacon, <laughs> but but they can or the bread, <laughs> but they can prepare the ba- the bacon. Right. And, right. Yeah, for sure. So, how are things different for your family than a typical situation? Like, your lives are different anyway because of your careers. Like, you don't have the nine to five. But I mean, like, I guess if mom, like, somebody like me, who is like new in this situation of being the breadwinner, what tips or advice would you have for me as far as like how to handle the family and the relationship and all of that stuff? Like, things that you kind of learned the hard way maybe I mean for us our our schedules are so variable that it's almost kind of sometimes it's a survive you know sometimes you go into survival mode Mm -hmm. you know stuff just has to get done and even if you make a schedule sometimes life isn't by a schedule yeah you know if you're dealing with anything in the birth world so OB midwife doula birth photographer Mm -hmm. include everyone (laughs) Like your your life is much more predi- unpredictable. Like yeah. you may say that you're going to take the kids on an outing from ten to two, and mm-hmm. and end up being at a birth for forty eight hours in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Oh yeah. When I I mean I feel like when I make a schedule, right? It's, it's like, a loose schedule. If I'm it not is in a birth, it is. right? Like that's of the, oh, the disclaimer I give. I don't have to give that disclaimer to Trevor anymore. But literally every other person, they're like, hey, are you going to go to that thing? I'm like, if I'm not at birth. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Like. Yeah. When I say I made a schedule. Yeah. It's, of course, going to change every single week. Like, it's not going to be that way. Right. But that's the way I work. Because, like, I have to have some sort of structure. And then if it changes, then that's the way it is. But, like, that way I can see that we have some. Otherwise, we would both be trying to work. And the kids would be like, we're hungry. And I'd be like, go make them lunch. And he'd be like, go make them lunch. You know, this way it's like, no, we know who's doing what and who's when. Who's parent right now and who's working. Exactly. And it and we'll be like, close the office doors. No, daddy's working. Pretend like daddy's not even here. Don't go in there. Which well, I think it's really just, work. I think it's just about priorities at that point. Yeah. Like kids are fed, they're clothed, they're clean. Who cares if the house is not clean? Right. Yeah. Even if you have laundry that's not folded, at least the laundry's clean. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yes. I never live that way. My laundry is always put away perfectly. <laughs> Crisp edges. Um, Mine no. is because I have someone else do it for me. Well, <laughs> man. Living a life. That's like the only thing that my babysitter, I'm like, you keep my kids alive and I really need you to just put my laundry away. <laughs> my laundry room is literally a heap of clean clothing. Like the, the table that's supposed to be like, Open the folding and, table. Yeah, the folding table is literally a mound of clothing that comes from the dryer. And hey, but at least you're not there. stepping on it. 
Like it has a table to sit. And the kids can grab on. off of the pile. They can yeah, grab their clothes if they need. Yeah, nothing They'll find ever your clothes. falls on the floor. They, they remove one item perfectly and leave the mound as it was Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so perfectly balanced. No, it's insanity. It's clean right now because we had people over for the 4th of July mm. and I had to clean it. So mm. right now it's actually pretty clean. But it gets clean once a year when we have a party for the 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Man, I that that's one thing that I did was the Fourth of July and my birthday. Both of those things were in the last two weeks. <laughs> I did have a date night. Oh, P.S. When we were talking about stuff, that's fine. We'll talk about it in the next podcast. Oh, you know what I do want to talk about? <laughs> what have you? Oh, yes, because we talked about this. The bungee fitness place. Yes, I went and did that. It's I know you can't do it. You can't do it right pregnant. now. Yep. Oh, you guys, I didn't really introduce our guest that well. She's a mother of three, almost oh my four gosh, babies. We did a terrible and a wife and an OBGYN who is awesome. We did a terrible Thanks. introduction. I'm sorry. She's my favorite one. None of the others. Don't listen. tell anyone. Don't tell any of the other OBGYNs. <laughs> they don't know my name anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> Uh, we should go in and do a proper formal introduction. We're getting back into the swing of things, okay? We haven't done a podcast in eight months. Well, I just assume people know Michelle Brennabin. But people uh, in my world know Michelle Brennabin. The general public may not. We're like, duh, Michelle, move on. Anyway, you know everything about her. We don't need to introduce her. It's fine. Anyway, the Sling Bungee Fitness is really fun. Non-pregnant, I'll go. Non-pregnant, you should definitely try it. You are, like, working out, but you don't feel like you're working out because you're having fun. And it's, like, an hour. I burned, like, 500 and something calories. And you're like, this is what it's like to be a kid all the time. Right? (laughs) Whee! You're just bouncing (laughs) off of stuff. Do you have a particular instructor you like? Start with an A. Maybe Angie. But cool. she, we, I've done the intro class twice because I went with two different friends and one friend hadn't done it yet. So we did the intro class twice. So I think they have different class, different instructors for the like higher Trout levels. levels. But, um, but it's really fun. And the intro class, I burned a lot of calories and there's a lot of stopping to like get instruction, stuff like that. So I can imagine when you have multiple instructors at different levels, it's different, but they're all really, really nice and it's not intimidating. It's fun. So, this is kind of a similar question, but I'm going to ask it again in a different way. Knowing 38% of other women are in the same boat, what are some tips or ideas on how to create peace with these somewhat non-traditional roles? <laughs> what are you laughing Her at? Her face. She made a face. Are you saying peace between... The house. The household. Um, if anyone can tell me that, I'm, I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> Same crap. Um, I, I, you know, I do have one tip is when we were doing meal prep, that was golden. Like Mm -hmm. everyone pitched in and at least the adults pitched in and they could agree on what meal sounded good. You stick that stuff in the freezer and then it's just someone's job to stick the damn thing in the crock pot. And if you can't accomplish that, then I don't know what to tell you, but (laughs) then you go to Whataburger where you go wherever you need to go. But no, that it's was helpful. all about the food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's all about the food. Well, and when there's kids involved, like, it's not just you're feeding yourself. It's, right. I have to feed everyone. I have a funny story about that from Tuesday night. Tell Especially us. kids who don't want to eat. Anything. Anything. Yeah. They just want nuggets. Right. 
or well, peanut butter crackers. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, you would think you couldn't mess up the crockpot meals. Mm. However, I made the mistake of freezing them flat. Oh. And yep. then they were so frozen that I could not like. You have to thaw them to put them in, and yes. then yes. So don't freeze them flat. Freeze it sounds them nice shape. though. To make them flat and your freezer, freezer looks amazing. Yes. It was beautiful in my freezer. But when it came time to put it in the crock pot, it was just this like square that would yeah. not fit in the crock pot. Yeah, because then you have to think about it the night before. You have to thaw it yeah. out. And that's that defeats the whole purpose. Yeah. Right. So thaw it in the shape of your crock pot. It, I mean, freeze it in the shape of your crock And it won't look good in the, in the freezer. It will not, but it will be much more convenient when it fine. comes time. That's a, that's a tip I learned. You could only fit like four freezer meals if you froze it in the shape of the crock pot instead of like six or seven. Just sit it and it's fine. <laughs> Just set them all like up with the, the bag The up. zipper up. The zipper up. And then you can stack them once they're, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's my dumb tip. <laughs> No, I'm going to tell a story about Trevor, and he can edit it out if he wants to, but um, hopefully he doesn't, since he leaves in all of our crap. He's not going to edit any of this. He acts like he edits it, and he just, like, He makes the sound it. sound better. Yeah. Um, probably. Beep. Beep, beep. Beep. <laughs> um, no, Tuesday night, I took out some ground beef, and I was like, I took out ground beef, and it's thawing for you when you get home to make dinner, because I was leaving to see a client, and then go teach a class and he was like what am I supposed to make with this and I was like I don't know we talked about doing like a from scratch hamburger helper thing if you'd like to make that I can send you the recipe and he's like okay well apparently Trevor cannot make something if he doesn't have all of the exact ingredients oh for the recipe whereas I will look at the recipe and I'm Improvise. like I have most of these things it'll be fine and yeah. like make it and it turns out fine. And he was freaking out that we didn't have cornstarch. We have arrowroot starch instead. Because <clears throat> I don't Which is like the same. Yeah. But he didn't know that. And his, oh. Like, he, oh. He had no idea. Is he He's a hippie? Like, no. No. See, that's his problem. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. actually grew up with real hamburger helper like 90% of the time. So... He doesn't... <laughs> He's like... But in yeah, the last never three years, ate a twink Twinkie somehow. I know. I don't know how... He never had a Twinkie before. But we talked about Twinkies on the last episode. On the last episode, he had never had a Twinkie, so I got up and left and got a Twinkie. <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night, I'm like, I'm going to the store and get we a We were talking about how well Megan had been doing on her diet, and then she said the day before she had had two Twinkies <laughs> and a Red Bull. I was like, okay. I'm doing so well. And today I had Dual five. Food. So yeah, I was great. like, yeah. I know you don't own Twinkies, though, so how did that happen? Like, it's right. not like you buy Twinkies at the store. Right. So I know that about you. Well, I had to go to the store. She did buy them. You. But I mean, like, you're not, like, at the grocery store. I'm like, like mm, I'm going to grab some I'm Twinkies. Get Twinkies. They're on my list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but poor Trevor, like, he's freaking out about how to cook this meal. And it didn't, like, it ended up not turning out because he didn't have the... Arrowroot. Arrowroot. He didn't know that he could use that. And it was really watery. It tasted good. And then I came home and, like added the arrowroot and like stirred it for like five minutes I'm like now try it and he's like that's what I was hoping Aww. for <laughs> I was like I felt so bad for him because he was trying so hard but I got frustrated with him because I was at a client visit and I, my phone's going bing 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 like for an hour hey where's this hey where's that hey where's this I don't have this uh 
this ingredient where's this ingredient and I was just like figure it out I cannot help you stop texting me I'm putting on do not disturb <laughs> yeah like I'm trying to weigh this baby right now and check on this mom will you please and I don't know he's like I can't I can't do that again so yeah what's this is patience with your partner yeah when your roles may be a little crisscrossed and different different from what they're used to yeah because i get messages like that all the time where's this where's yeah well i i'm at work i can't look around you'll find it yeah and it's hard not to be like it's literally in front of your face and look or i used to say and i'm better about it not saying it now but i used to say what would you do if i wasn't here They'd eat McDonald's every day. What would you do if I was not here? Chicken nuggets and McDonald's every day. Like, how would you figure this out? Okay, do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We talk about that in not a bit of rage. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about it later. Like, if they can't find something, what would you do if I wasn't here to find your keys for you? Or the freaking spider toy that gets lost every single day of my life. I think that a big lesson here... Is probably setting expectations. Yeah. Yes. Like Re- and reasonable expectations. Because right. yes. yeah. I set expectations all the time, and then I get angry when they're not. When they're not met. Not met. Right. Like other people have to agree to them too. Right. And they have to be reasonable on both sides. Right. There needs to be reasonable expectations that have been communicated to each other. Right, and agreed upon. And who cares? What if you have to write those out? Write them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what we did on a whiteboard. For our, like, thing. Your calendar. Yeah. Because I know we've gone through, not this particular, but we've gone through things before where it's Mm -hmm. like, if we don't talk about it ahead of time, we're going to get mad and frustrated with each other. So let's just figure this out right now. Right. It's going okay. Pretty good for the most part. Pretty good for the most part. And you just have to adjust as things change. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, except I probably should be, I'm like, hey, babe, um, do we have stuff for spaghetti squash casserole? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to be at the studio all day. Can you throw that together? Okay. So we, so the meat's gone? Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you at 6.30 when I come home. <laughs> and instead of being like, do you mind making that? You're I just was, like. I didn't say anything. Because right. I was trying to be like, hint, hint, hint. And I got home and nothing. You and were, men don't you were speaking. Woman, I was yeah. speaking woman, and he was speaking man. We we had the He's same like, argument yeah, the other here. day. I'm like, next time I will be more explicit in my questions or instructions with you because he, I feel like it just totally went over his head what I said. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it actually it was about dinner. He said, "What's food. for dinner?" And we said, "I said, well, this is kind of what the plan is." I said, "Why don't you start thinking about that, getting that together? You know, why don't you start?" I said, "No, that's what it was. Why don't you start thinking about that? I'll be home at," and I give him the time, and I get home, and nothing has been started. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, it. you just said I was going to just start thinking about oh it." I'm like, <laughs> "No, no, 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 no. That means like get the stuff out, like start putting stuff together, and I'll help you when I get home or whatever." Yeah. But he, he's like, well, you didn't say to make it. Okay, well. But then I feel like if you had said to make it, that would be like nagging. Like, get off my back. No? If well, if you say it one. nicely. <laughs> would, hey, would you mind starting dinner? I'm on my way home. I'll be home at. Yeah. You have to say it a different way. Yeah. It's not what you say. It's how, it's how you, you say it. it. Oh, I was trying to just be like, 
casual and like cool this stuff is all ready to be made is that the next podcast how to manipulate your your spouse (laughs) with words no (laughs) i was trying to just be like here's the information so do the right thing (laughs) and so i don't have to be like make dinner that's how those are the only options no do you mind me i know (laughs) or casual manipulation there's no other (laughs) time So setting expectations is like the theme of this episode for yeah, this to I be think successful so. on both mm-hmm. ends. And really just like that's good life advice and marriage advice in general. Yeah. And value like, the other person's role. Yeah. yeah. It's just different. It's not less than yours. It's just different. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just because you're uh, – what did you say earlier? Like you're, what you're worth per hour? Right. Just because you're worth per hour on paper is not – equivalent does not mean your worth per hour in your household is right yeah there's it's non-monetary value word to your mom michelle drops her mic and walks out the room <laughs> <laughs> she's like i got the hang of this podcast thing yeah i'm getting man. there i'm getting yeah, there man. you have to be really politically correct yeah, yeah. yes we are not politically correct no, i know yeah yeah we're always like blah 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 Sorry if I offended you. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, um, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I loved it. <laughs> I'm so glad you came. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.